1: believers i got another good episode for you here today vince field he is an author Um, he has hit the bestseller charts in three different categories on amazon for his book which i have to pull up my notes is a lengthy title astral projection and lucid dreaming spiritual revelations and out-of-body experiences in higher dimensions that sounds like it's right up my alley now uh Admit, I have not had a chance to read this book yet, but it is on my list of things to do. Uh, like I said, it's a bestseller on Amazon, Vince Field. Check him out. Um, today, he's going to come on the show and go into his personal experiences that he's had, um, everything that he writes about, and more. He, he's got, he says that he has mapped out non-physical reality in a way that we can understand. So I could not be more intrigued. He's had revelations. He's had astral projection. He has out-of-body experiences. Show me more, okay? I, I wanna know all about that world. What, what's on the other side? What's on the other side of the veil? So we're gonna bring him on. Uh, I hope you enjoy this as much as I, I know I will let's just uh let's get Vince on us do some talking while we wait for him to join us um I just sent a link to him so it might take him just a second but while we wait if you have a story you want to share if there's anything you want to talk about if it's you know the unexplained monsters paranormal spiritual warfare miracles um curses whatever anything that you want to discuss any kind of personal experience that someone would consider fringe or out of the norm, um, please feel free to reach out to me like Vince did. Uh, you can email me at the bump podcast at gmail.com. You can go to the bump podcast.com, go to the holler at me section, send me a message there. You can get a hold of me on Instagram. You can get a hold of me on Facebook, Messenger. Uh, there's a million ways, but the most reliable um, the, the way I know I'll be able to get back to you, the easiest would be to go through Gmail. Okay. So the bump podcast at gmail.com. Other ways of communication, I might they might get lost in the shuffle. You know, I'm, I'm constantly on here trying to find uh, emails. I'm catching up with some people. Uh, if, you, if you're listening right now, you know that there's some people that I've talked to a couple months ago. I'm just not getting back in touch with. So I'm um, sorry for that things are just hectic. Uh, summer vacation is busier than my, my regular scheduled work week. So <laughs> because there's no schedule and I do well with schedule. So I, I'm, I'm trying here. All right. So that's out of the way. Oh, um, probably by the time you listen to this, I probably have already taken down my online store inflation prices have gotten expensive so the people i used the 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 company i used to do this uh, my merch notify me that their prices are going up they were already borderline ridiculous as far as prices go um that's why i didn't really push it a whole lot so i'm um, i'm shutting that down hopefully um sometime this summer I will have a members-only section on my my website on thebumppodcast.com. I'm gonna to try to I'm trying to find ways to streamline things. I'm gonna streamline the merch. I'm um, gonna try to get away from Patreon eventually, where everything is just through the site. I don't have to worry about it going anywhere else. It makes things easier for you. So let's go ahead and uh, let's bring on Vince.
0: Hey guys, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, My name is Vincent Field. Um, I wrote the book uh, Astral Projection and Lucid Dreaming, Spiritual Revelations and Out-of-Body Experiences in Higher Dimensions. And uh, today I'd like to share uh, some of my experiences with you guys. Uh, I've had a lot of um, frightening paranormal experiences over the years. And uh, I've also had some pretty uh, positive, um, enlightening experiences too. <clears throat> and I thought maybe I'd give you guys some some tips on uh, how to have these experiences uh, yourself. That would be fantastic.
1: That, you know, I, I hate to interrupt you. I know you just got started, but if you have advice on how to do this, of how to astral project or have an out-of-body experience, I've been waiting for somebody like you to come on this show, man. I didn't, I didn't know you had like...
0: A DIY. <laughs> this is this going to be cool. Absolutely. Definitely. <clears throat> so I started having paranormal experiences when I was 14. Uh, this is this is when I first got into astral projection. <clears throat> uh, but before I, I get into the experiences, I think it would be best if I explain the context of these experiences so that You know, everyone understands exactly what's going on. Uh, So when I was 14, I started practicing astral projection, which is essentially a type of of out-of-body experience in which your consciousness leaves the physical body and travels into higher dimensions of reality. Uh, So these dimensions are, are commonly called the astral dimension, although the astral dimension actually consists of a multitude of dimensions, uh, so basically, reality exists in a, an entire spectrum of different dimensions, uh, and these dimensions exist at, at different frequencies of energy. You know, it's similar to how there's different frequencies of light, and we can only perceive a limited range of these frequencies. Like the rest of the light spectrum, like infrared and X-ray and microwave, these are invisible to us. So in the same way, uh, there's all these higher dimensions of reality that are beyond our perception when we're grounded in the physical body. But when you have an out-of-body experience, your mind and your consciousness enter these higher dimensions.
2: Um,
0: I also call these dimensions non-physical dimensions or non-physical reality because they exist beyond the physical dimension. Um, so, So like I said, these dimensions exist in a spectrum. And the closer the non-physical dimension is to the physical dimension, uh, the more similar it appears to the physical world. And I I consider these to be lower dimensions because because they exist at a lower frequency on the spectrum of non-physical reality. And the farther the dimension is from the physical dimension, or the, the higher their frequency is compared to the physical dimension, uh, the more reality starts to diverge from the physical world, and the more uh, unique and unusual and abstract uh, that dimension is. <clears throat> so when you start astral projecting, it, it's most common to project into the lower dimensions in the beginning of your practice. And as you develop, you know, and gain experience, you begin to access higher dimensions. And uh, I think I should also mention now that when you astral project, your consciousness transfers from the physical body into the energy body. Or you could also call it the astral body or uh, the spirit body, which is simply a non-physical body that you typically occupy during out-of-body experiences. Um, So the energy body separates from the physical body. Now, during normal waking consciousness, the energy body is uh, integrated with the physical body. Uh, During astral projection, it separates and you navigate the astral dimension from within your energy body, Uh, you know, just as we navigate the physical dimension from within our physical bodies. Oh, so if all that makes sense to everyone, then I can uh, start sharing my experiences.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, Vince, I do have a couple of questions. Okay. Um, and just just to help myself keep up, I'm, the audience is probably gonna be way ahead of me on this. But, <laughs> but when you say uh, the easier ones to start off with are going into these lower frequencies, it's easier to go lower. Um, are these lower frequencies, are they, does lower equal negative?
0: like a descent yeah okay um there is that that correlation certainly um yeah generally the higher dimension um the higher dimensions correlate with um like states of of love and and joy and bliss um creativity and like these higher states of consciousness and yeah it's typically in these lower dimensions where you will encounter uh negative uh entities Mm. and so that's like that's basically the context of these first experiences that i'm going to share with you because you know in the beginning you're entering these lower realms and there are some pretty uh nasty entities that exist there yeah, man,
1: I, I do want to hear about this, especially if it can help someone else to uh, to know what's going on in their world, in their life. And you also mentioned the astral body, the non-physical self. Is that um, also what's referred to, as, you know, by, by some people as your soul? Or is your your soul leaving your body, or is it some kind of like energy, like spiritual energy, that's leaving your
0: body? <clears throat> well, that's an interesting question because. Uh, different people and different you know lines of thought and belief have different concepts of what the soul actually is right um the way i see it the soul is much more than just uh the energy body um because who we are as spiritual beings um is so much more than just this physical body and even um the astral bodies that we um that we explore the astral dimensions in um they're much higher levels of our consciousness which we're not aware of and uh and so i would consider the soul to be kind of like um the totality of all of these different um aspects of who we are a lot of which we're unaware of um so i, I wouldn't call it the soul right um but i think like a spirit body or energy body or astral body I, I would consider those to be better terms for that
1: fantastic thank you i appreciate that the explanation man i'm just trying to keep up with
0: you. you all right brother uh let's let's do it go into your experiences okay sure so um, my first paranormal experience was during one of my first out-of-body experiences And what happened was I floated out of my body, and the room around me came into vision. And and how this works is you're lying with your eyes closed, so you don't see anything. And when you project from your body, uh, as you phase into another dimension, uh, your sight and your perceptions of that dimension become activated. Um, So I began to perceive the environment around me in this astral dimension. And the first thing I see is this huge, dark figure standing next to my bed. And it it was huge. It was probably like seven feet tall. And it was basically just like a dark silhouette, like a big shadow, just standing there facing me. And I was absolutely terrified. And, uh, and I was instantly pulled back into my body. Like my fear triggered this reflex. That brought me back into my body automatically, almost like a kind of a protection mechanism. All
2: right.
0: So ah. I calmed down and I decided to give it another try. So I lifted out of my body again. And this shadow being was still there. Like it never left the side of my bed. Like it was just waiting for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, I freaked out again and I snapped back into my body. And uh, and so I, I encountered these shadow people a lot in the early days of my uh, astral projection practice. And uh, they seem to exist in the lowest non-physical dimension, like the dimension that's just slightly higher than the physical dimension. And I almost always found them right next to me, like just, just waiting and watching me as I was separating from my body. Like somehow they would know that I was about to project from my body. Yeah. So so sometimes they would just stand there looking at me. Uh, but other times they would like come at me, come towards me, like try to grab me. Um, but over time, I discovered <clears throat> that if I just remained calm and ignored them and just continued with the experience, I would shift into a dimension that was higher than that dimension that they exist in, and they would be gone. Um, you know, and eventually I started to completely bypass this lower dimension during my projections, and I stopped encountering them altogether. But there was a good, I don't know, year or two where they were just always there, and um uh, it was. Definitely an obstacle to overcome, and I was never um, like harmed by these by these beings. It, it seemed like <clears throat> they kind of fed off of my fear, mm-hmm. and I and I, you know I've heard similar reports by other out of body explorers. So um, yeah, it's definitely not just me. These things are out there, <clears throat> and um, you know it's hard to say exactly what their intentions are. But they definitely trigger this fear in most people. and um, you know, they seem to to enjoy that,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I have a couple more questions just while just while you're talking. Uh, sure. and if if you don't know the answer, it's okay. Um I'm actually still writing one while I'm trying to ask it because it's just it makes sense to me. Can you slip into these lower dimensions, these lower frequencies, while you're conscious, while you're conscious, uh, because people you know sometimes report seeing these shadow people, these lower entities, you know, even in your home or uh, while like out on a hike or whatever. People will see these shadow creatures. Um, is it possible to slip into
0: this while you're conscious, or does, are these just things that? out of body? Uh, Well, I don't have any personal experience of seeing these things uh, in in the physical world. Right. Uh, But, you know, like I said, they seem to exist in a dimension very close to the physical dimension, just slightly above it. Um, So it would make sense to me that there could be some kind of like overlapping that takes place sometimes. And maybe maybe your consciousness can, you know, once in a while kind of tap into that slightly higher level right um so yeah i definitely think it's possible for sure wow okay i was was just
1: wondering because you know like you're talking about the frequency and the vibration and stuff maybe Mm -hmm. somebody gets into one of these low states or maybe uh you know these shadow people maybe they're working on leaving their their level um no no just to pass it while you're talking about this horribly scary (laughs) accounts and and this was at the age of 14 that started yes 14 okay that May I ask if it's not too uncomfortable? What encouraged you to attempt this? What got you into all this?
0: Man, I came across the concept of out-of-body experiences on the internet one day, okay. and I was so fascinated, and uh, I really wanted to try it. And uh, you know, I read everything I could find about it, and you know, I found a, a method to do it. So you know, I gave it my best shot, and in less than a week, I was able to do it. Wow. and um i you know i've always been very open minded to the the idea of there being more to this reality than just what we see here in the physical world right. <clears throat> and there being like a uh, spiritual reality and um uh, i just wanted to explore that and you know learn as much as i could about it
1: Man. Well, that's that's great that's a brave 14 year old about that
0: is. Mm-hmm. Uh. brave or stupid <laughs> <laughs>
1: well these shadow people yeah you know, that are always seeming you know they always seem to be waiting right there um, and you mentioned them trying to actually get a hold of you or it felt like they were trying to get a hold of you right um are they trying to occupy your your actual body or are they trying what what do you think their intentions were
0: yeah uh, that's hard to say no about the idea of them trying to get into my body um it doesn't quite work like that because when you have an out-of-body experience, you're not actually leaving your body empty. Um, I mentioned that our consciousness exists like at many levels when I was talking about like the concept of the soul. Right. Right. And, and so there is a level of your consciousness, an aspect of your consciousness that is still um, kind of integrated with the body. Um, And it's almost like, your consciousness like splits or like it reflects into, uh, these higher dimensions. Um, but you can, but you basically, your consciousness exists in multiple levels of reality simultaneously. And and I've had this experience, uh, on multiple occasions where, um, I'm aware of these multiple aspects of my own consciousness existing in different levels of reality at the same time. So, um, I'm, I'm certain that this is uh, the case, and that the physical body is never actually empty.
1: Wow, that's incredible.
0: Okay, it, um, it's pretty complex, um, but you know, over over time, you start to to figure things out through you know experiments and experiences like that. Right.
1: Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry I interrupted. Uh, I do have more questions, but I'll try to hold
0: them until a little later on. Okay. Okay, well, so the shadow people um, weren't an issue anymore. you know, like I said i I began to just bypass that lower level and I would project um, you know directly into a a somewhat higher level, um, certainly not what I would consider high on the entire spectrum, um, but you know, higher than where these shadow people were. Uh, but then I began encountering entities that were a lot more frightening than these shadow beings and these entities looked like aliens like a typical alien like a gray alien you know like um the big head uh big black slanted eyes like the small skinny body yeah and um so, one of my first experiences with these aliens was during an out of body experience. And I was, I was flying around the astral dimension. And I seemed to be attracted to this one house in the distance, like something was calling me there. And so I went into this house and I was looking around. And suddenly there was this alien with me. And its head looked like, A giant bug almost like a praying mantis right and uh, i was i was pretty scared like this fear just instantly hit me but it was weird because it seemed like i was missing time because Mm -hmm. suddenly this alien was gone and i could tell that time had passed And I knew something happened with this alien and it was like my memory of it was blocked or like erased like I just couldn't access this memory of what happened but I I could feel it there I knew something happened and I always got a bad feeling when I was trying to remember what happened you know even like weeks after this experience like like in the pit of my stomach like something wasn't right Uh, and you know there's there's a reason why I couldn't remember this and uh, and so this was my first experience with aliens or, you know, entities that, that look like what we would consider aliens. Now, um, I've encountered these entities so many times in the astral dimension. Um, I'm not going to say they're from another planet. Right. I know for sure that they exist and they operate in non-physical reality. Now, whether... Um, they're also physical beings, you know, like us. Like we're in the physical world, but we can project into the astral dimension. Maybe they do the same, um, or maybe these entities are just always there. Like that's their their base level of reality. Right. I can't be sure about that, but um, so soon after this, I began being visited by aliens on a regular basis. Like this this initial encounter kind of like triggered this new like phase i guess you could say in in my practice where instead of the shadow beings now it was these aliens that were like stalking me and uh, a lot of times they would appear in the moments just before separating from my body so what happens is that usually uh, your consciousness will shift beyond the physical dimension just before the actual separation from the body occurs. So you'll be lying in the same space as your body, but your consciousness will already be in the astral dimension. So you'll already be perceiving the astral dimension uh, before the separation takes place. So I would be in this state where I was essentially paralyzed. Like I was stuck in my body, but at the same time, my consciousness was perceiving the astral dimension, Uh, you know, Uh, basically what happens during these experiences is your body falls asleep and your mind stays awake and that triggers the projection. Um, And so, you know, my eyes, my physical body's eyes would be closed, uh, but I would be able to see the room around me through the closed eyelids because now I'm on the astral level, you know? So I would begin perceiving the environment around me and there would be one or more sometimes an entire group of aliens next to me or all around me um sometimes they'd be bent over like looking closely into my eyes uh and and these situations were some of the the most terrifying experiences that i'd ever had like at that point in my practice right. because you know my whole life i was afraid of aliens especially as a kid you know like watching them in movies like especially movies about like true stories of alien abductions like that stuff would just terrify me yeah, man. like more than a- anything else Yeah. and so like so now i'm basically like encountering these beings myself and it's like it's like a nightmare come true essentially
1: well, what do they want
0: well that's a good question um are they feeding off of your energy too? Just like the the shadow people, you think like they're they they want that fear reaction. Yeah, it's quite possible. Um, in the beginning, I would kind of cut the experiences short just because I was just so overwhelmed with fear. Um, and you know, like I said, like you you reach this this state of fear, and then it's like um. It's like a triggered effect that you just snap back into the body, you know, which is a good thing because, you know, let's say you're out in the astral dimension and, you know, something like horrible is happening. Well, it's good that you don't have to kind of find your way back into your body, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of like a protection mechanism. So in the beginning, um... The experiences would be cut short, um, but over time, I, I guess I gained enough courage to start to actually interact with these entities, All right. and, um, and I had some interesting experiences with them um, on multiple occasions. They seemed to share um, certain knowledge and information with me. Um, and it, it wasn't like I requested it. Um, right. they, they just, they just showed me, um, a couple of times they showed me, um, some technology, I, you know, they, they seem to want to, um, to, to share this information with me. I don't know why, huh. but, um, you know, one time they, they showed me this technology they have, which, uh, basically records, Uh, all knowledge um, gained experienced or registered by every living being in the entire universe like the akashic record yeah something like that wow Um, but somehow they extract this knowledge um, from from living conscious entities and um, another time they showed me this technology that they use which actually tracks me almost like a gps type technology but it doesn't track my physical body they showed me that it actually tracks my energy body um, which would make sense because you know they they always seem to be aware of like where i was or when i was going to project from my body um and i would assume they use this technology on other people too right um i've had experiences with with different um it appears different species of aliens or whatever you want to call these entities. <clears throat> um, the ones that I would usually encounter, which seemed to stalk me and which I had, you know, the majority of negative experiences with, um, I don't know if you or any of your listeners are familiar with, uh, Whitley Strieber. He's an author. He's, uh, an alien abductee. Oh. And, um, he has this one book called *Communion*. It's also a movie. Yes. And um, on the cover of the book, there's an image of the alien. Uh, this group of aliens that he would um, be abducted by, mm-hmm. and it basically looked like a gray alien, but with light orange skin. Right. And this was actually <clears throat> almost exactly what these aliens looked like. Um, but. I've had experiences with with other types. Like I said, um, during one out of body experience, I was out in some kind of spacecraft with this group of aliens, and um, we were out out in space, deep space, and um, and these aliens actually had uh, like a light blue skin. Yeah. And what happened is that. We had this kind of um, telepathic connection that opened up between us, and they were sharing all of this information and knowledge with me. And um, a lot of it was was so like advanced; it it was beyond like my conscious mind's ability to like truly comprehend. Like during the experience, it was like I was in this state of awe. Like all of these insights were coming to me, but after the experience. Sometimes it's really hard to really assimilate uh, what you learn when you're out there. Right. Um, but one like key uh, piece of information that I did take from this is that they revealed to me that before this life that I'm living right now, I made some kind of agreement with this group of aliens to have some kind of relationship with them during this life um almost like a a contract of sorts and uh it's interesting because i've heard this from from other people from other alien abductees um other you know explorers of consciousness and things like that and it it seems to be um almost like a a common um occurrence You know, most people aren't aware of it, but like, you know, before this life, it's almost like we kind of construct a type of blueprint, right, which kind of directs the course that we take in a general sense in this life so that we can perhaps um, have the experiences that we need for whatever type of, uh, you know, growth. Uh, that is required for us like at this time wow so is
1: it like are there multiple lifetimes of this is it it like a reincarnation thing
0: (laughs) yeah i i've had some pretty incredible experiences that have uh, revealed to me the nature of of what is commonly called reincarnation and it's a bit more complicated than the standard uh concept of you know uh, you die and then you're born into a new body that dies then you're in a new body Uh, it's not quite that simple right um so a lot of these experiences in which i've um i've received this knowledge have to do with what i call the higher self so the higher self is essentially um, like the highest level of your spiritual being. So how this works is that who we know ourselves to be in this life is just a small part of a much larger consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Similar to what I said about the soul. But, But we're only currently aware of like this small aspect of who we are, um, we're unaware of who we truly are at this higher level. So the higher self experiences the physical world through a multitude of different lives, different personalities, and you know different incarnations. Uh, and it's not just sequential, but it's almost it's also uh, simultaneous. so, this basically allows for the the maximization of experience and growth and learning uh, that can be attained from this particular level of of reality that we're currently you know existing in. So so during these experiences, I integrate or or I merge with my higher self, and I experience what it's like to exist at this higher level of consciousness. And it's such a, a mind-blowing and beautiful and blissful experience. Like it's truly beyond words. But, but in this state, you experience the fact that who you are at this higher level, um, actually, is like almost like a collection of all these different incarnations um, that have experienced, you know, life in the physical world um, at all different times throughout history. And, um, and at this higher level, you're all connected, like you're all one. So it is almost like a reincarnation type thing, except it's not actually you who is going and like entering a new body. It's a completely different individual, right? But you're connected at this higher level. Um, and so essentially you are one with these other people and, you know, your higher self as a totality.
1: If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs. Go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code Bump 22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's Bump B-U-M-P 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American made. Um, There's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, Or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. (laughs) A Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So, get on there now. Use bump 22, save 15% site wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com.
0: We don't have the typical like Buddhist um, uh, reality in terms of reincarnation. Right. Where you got to keep coming back and back and back. Right. Um, because you also share the experiences of all the other individuals who you're connected with, um, in your higher self. Right. So, um, there's no need for you to keep coming back because, you know, you also have these other experiences, um, at a higher level. And if that and makes sense, it it does and that we're connected to these
1: other selves, which are going through things simultaneously throughout time. Right. So what you're saying so like, yeah, right, right. there's a me right now connected to this higher self, and there's also another poor another connected uh self connected to the higher self that's going through uh the middle ages or going through the the building of the great pyramids and we're all experiencing this stuff at the same time and connecting it to to one collective source,
0: yeah, exactly um. Because, you know, at the level of the higher self, like, as you get, like, deeper into spiritual reality, into non-physical reality, um, the concept of time, um, it basically no longer applies. So, like, at the level of your higher self, um, there is no, like, sequential time. It's, like, almost like everything is just, like, happening in that moment, regardless of, like, what time it is here in the physical dimension. All right. But yeah, so like maybe um you and I are connected mm-hmm. in the same higher self. So essentially like what that means is is on that level, like um, we are uh, of the same consciousness, you know.
2: <clears throat>
0: We're just not aware of it right now. Right. That's very interesting. That's that's wild.
1: And this knowledge that they're that they're giving you are you able to retain it in this life like are there things that they have they've shown you that's helped you out in this life or is there Um, there a message maybe you know an overarching overarching message that you know they've selected you in this physical form
0: to present right um as far as uh these aliens, like that particular group of aliens that that told me that I have some agreement with, um, you know, I I'm not sure exactly um, what kind of benefit I have received from from having some kind of relationship with them. Okay. The thing is that uh, we exist in, in so many different levels of reality, many of which we're unaware of um so it's totally possible that uh you know for example i'm having um these experiences with these entities um that i'm just not aware of you know um so during these experiences where i am aware of them you know during astral projection um you know i'm tapped into that level of reality but what i've discovered is that our consciousness operates simultaneously in so many different levels of reality, you know, many of which we're not aware of. Uh, So it seems like it's only after we reintegrate uh, with this higher um, consciousness, which we're part of, that uh, the majority of, you know, this, this knowledge and insight uh, will be kind of made aware to us.
1: I got you. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're doing the groundwork now and you'll get the, the knowledge and the rewards and see the benefit once you're reunited. Yeah, pretty wow. much. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I keep trying to explain things. i uh, you know, like a fifth grade level when you're up here, you know, like a doctorate level. I, I'm just, I'm trying to keep up, man. This is, this is pretty intense stuff. And, so the this group of aliens is this is this the peak is this the highest consciousness level that you've that you've reached that you've attained or have you went
0: beyond these grays
2: uh
0: yeah in general my experience with entities like this um they haven't been in um the higher levels of consciousness and the higher levels of reality. Um, The highest levels that I've attained have been so different from anything that you can really make sense of in physical concepts um, that it's really hard to put the experiences into words. Um, My experiences with my higher self, when, when I merge with this higher consciousness, those have been some of the, the most profound experiences that I've had. Um, and I've also experienced, uh, a connection with, um, what I perceive to be a, as God and not just God, but like all of reality and all living things and um and these types of states have been some of the the highest levels of consciousness that i've reached and during these states uh, it's it's so incredible there's almost like a constant state of of bliss that you feel that is just way beyond anything that you can experience like in your physical body and and there seems to be this this direct connection with truth like the source of truth right uh where it's like um you just know things this this knowledge um it just comes to you and there's no doubt that it's true um there's there's no second guessing when you're in that state beautiful and you know it's it's hard to it's hard to truly um, understand what that's like just from this physical um, perspective, because we don't experience that here, you know? But you know, if you could
1: just try your best to explain this God moment, and I'll promise I'll try my best to not make sense of it all. I'll just take the story and just let it be what it is. I won't try to break it down into anything. Uh, just want to I just want to hear and share
0: what you experience okay sure Um, I mean part of it is kind of intangible Mm -hmm. but the energy that you experience um, as yourself and as your consciousness um, is just on such a high level um, you know I think the word bliss is the closest we have to the feeling of of like of love and connection that you can experience and i I think most people um have not and will not experience this kind of bliss like just grounded in the physical body Um, but that that is a strong um, aspect of it sometimes it's it's so powerful and overwhelming that i literally feel like my consciousness is um kind of like exploding, um, and like who I am, like who I know myself to be, is kind of just being like destroyed and and like ripped away. Um, and who I experienced myself as during these experiences, um, oh, it. It's almost like re- remembering um, who you truly are, and uh, it's just the most incredible thing that I think anyone could ever experience. And you know, during these experiences, um, where you are in terms of your location, like in non-physical reality. Uh, it gets really abstract and really unusual. So, like a lot of times, like the dimension uh, will be penetrated by this, this like beautiful heavenly music that is uh, just beyond words, but way more incredible and beautiful than anything you could actually hear, like with some kind of physical world instrument. Yeah. And, um, but not only that, but these sense perceptions like um you know hearing um seeing you know colors sounds they manifest in like a multitude of different ways so for example like this music you don't only hear it but but you see it it's such a hard thing to describe right um but that's the way it is you know and like colors like you hear colors (laughs) right and uh i think you get the idea i do it's it's a bit convoluted but yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: and i've heard people describe it just this way when they've had a near-death experience you know they they see you know they ascended into what they perceived as paradise or heaven and they describe it this exact same way you know that they Mm -hmm. can You know, like they can feel the color, they can, they can smell it. It's just so much more vivid. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful how you describe it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of similarities with uh, near-death experiences and uh, astral projection. I mean, the main difference between them is that during one, your body is dead, right? and the other your body is alive and healthy but you know you're essentially um doing the same thing you know your consciousness is projecting into uh higher realities right um so it's just a matter of of where you're actually going
1: now Um, how do you get into this this meditative state Uh, are you just laying down just clearing your mind is there something to focus on and I don't mean any offense to it, but do you need, you know, to take like psilocybin to get to this point
0: or is this all natural just in your own consciousness? Um, Yeah. Um, I mean, what I do is all natural. Um, Uh I I know you can access similar States with, um, you know, drugs and other things like that. Right. But like I mentioned before, essentially, you simply need to have your body fall asleep while your mind is awake. Wow. So um, yeah, ideally, you use a type of meditation, which will allow the body to fall asleep. And at the same time, keep your mind awake. So there needs to be a, a focus, you know, so your mind does remain aware. Um, but you know, your body also needs to be very relaxed and you need to allow that to fall asleep. So, um, when I first started, I was doing it at night before bed and it would take quite a while to actually induce the projection. And, uh, you know, sometimes I would just fall asleep because, you know, at night you're tired, you just want to go to sleep. Um, And, you know, I learned that it's much easier and more effective to do it in the early morning, because in that state, your body and mind are already in the ideal states to, you know, have the projection. So ideally, you want to do it a couple hours before you would normally wake up. So maybe after five or six hours of sleep. Because in this state, uh, your body is already very relaxed and it's typically very easy for it to fall back to sleep, but your mind has already gotten some rest. So it's easier to keep it focused and aware during the process. So, um, in the beginning, I used a particular technique in which um, you state affirmations which are um, basically designed to keep your mind awake as your body falls asleep. So I would just say to myself, uh, my body's asleep and my mind is awake. And as I was doing this, I would perform a third eye meditation, right? Basically what you do is, is you focus on the area between your eyebrows, which is where the third eye chakra is located. And, um, this is said to act as like a bridge or a link to the subconscious mind which is basically um what is going to activate the affirmations you know your subconscious mind so you basically have your third eye absorb the affirmations that you're stating and um a lot of times the experience will happen almost automatically if you're able to program your subconscious mind effectively, and I mean for me, that uh, that worked almost immediately. You know, like the first method that I was trying at night, it took almost a week uh, for me to to be successful. But but this new method that I was using in the morning, mm-hmm. it worked almost immediately. So I definitely recommend that. <clears throat> and there are different like um different details that you know different techniques you can use, um, for keeping the mind aware and, um, allowing the body to fall asleep. And I actually explain pretty much every technique that I've used throughout the years in my book. Wow! So, you know, you, you'll get a a lot of uh, good information from that, but yeah, that, you know, that's the, the basic concepts, you know, keep your mind aware, allow your body to fall asleep, and what happens is that you experience your body um, essentially entering a state of paralysis, because mm-hmm. that's what happens, you know, when you fall asleep. You know, it's kind of like um, an, a protection mechanism, so you you don't physically like act out your dreams. Right. And uh, and this is what happens when I'm sure you've heard of sleep paralysis and perhaps you've experienced it. You know, you're uh you you wake up maybe in the middle of the night and you can't move. It's like you're you're stuck, you're paralyzed in your body. Right. And uh and that's what's happening essentially. You're entering your your mind is awakening and your body is still asleep. So it seems like you're paralyzed. So that's the state you you initially enter um just before the projection. And then at that point Either um, the separation happens almost automatically. And what will happen is you will feel this state of vibrations, it's commonly called. And it just feels like this strong energy buzzing throughout your entire body. And this is essentially your energy body being activated and separating from the physical body. now, sometimes this state of vibrations does not happen automatically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so you have to use another technique to induce that. And these techniques will involve some kind of um, sensation of movement. And basically what you want to do is you want to create the sensation of movement you know, without actually moving. So for example, you'll imagine what it feels like to float up or you'll imagine what it feels like to fall backwards or to roll to the side. And and as you really focus on trying to feel uh, this movement, um, that is going to uh, trigger the separation.
1: That is wonderful. Uh, so at at this point, you've been doing this for over two decades, right? Uh, right. At this point, how easy
0: is it for you to go into a higher consciousness? Um, at this point, um, I can do it in a matter of seconds. <clears throat> um, it's really just a matter of of catching yourself in the ideal state, right? And and so this will be in the early morning. Um, you can you can trick your body and mind into um, entering this state. Like I said, very quickly. Um, so, one of my tricks is that when I wake up in the morning, I I catch myself before I move. Typically, when you wake up, the first thing you do is you move in some way. Right. You roll to the side, or you know, stretch out, or something. So, what you need to do is you need to to become aware the moment that you wake up. So that you do not move because when you move, um, it kind of activates your physical body a little bit, energizes it a little bit, and it just becomes a little more difficult to re-enter that ideal state. Um, so you catch yourself the moment you wake up and you trick your body into falling back asleep by momentarily. Um, trying to fall back asleep, but it needs to be really quick and really subtle, and you need to remain aware as you do this. Um, So you start to feel yourself fall back asleep almost instantly, but you catch yourself, and um, you kind of activate um, your your mind in a way that it becomes completely fully aware again because you know to momentarily try to fall back asleep you need to let your mind slip a little bit but you can't let it slip completely into sleep you need to catch yourself just at this sweet spot and it takes practice but um you know eventually uh, you'll be able to do this in in a matter of seconds, and it, it's just uh, so much easier than some of the other methods that could take you know up to an hour.
1: Wow, wow, and that's wonderful. I appreciate you sharing all that. Uh, and there's something else that you had mentioned that it stuck out in my mind when you were talking about these greys and the way they were communicating and whatnot. Uh, these aliens. It seemed like. I've heard something similar um, pertaining to, like, the disclosure uh, that the, the Department of Defense had to give out. Uh, I saw a short video clip, and forgive me, I can't remember who it was that they yelled at. They they got a hold of some senator or some high-up official person, and they asked him, how how do you communicate? You know, how How are they communicating with aliens? And he said, have you ever heard of ESP? It's kind of like that, you know, and that's that's all he had to say about it. and then he went on about his business. and you know it was the Dr. Greer, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that the c e five yeah well, they are they're doing a form of meditation in order to um, I don't say summon that sounds kind of dark, but maybe it is dark, but <laughs> to kind of get these things to interact and to appear um, and I, I I just say that to say, I see a connection with what your experiences are on this higher level or lower lower consciousness level. Um, I see other people saying something similar, you know, so that l- lends a lot of credibility and validation and to, to everyone. What you're saying helps me to understand and believe what what these other people are
0: saying. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, you know, in the astral dimension, And in non-physical reality in general um, this is uh, the means of communication um, basically telepathy you know Mm -hmm. Um, we don't have like physical vocal cords out there you know all that is just bypassed and it's basically a direct communication out there so yeah I mean that that happens with these entities that look like aliens and it happens with you know other you know people you know I've met other astral explorers out there, you know, like me, Mm -hmm. um, I've met, you know, my deceased, uh, relatives and, you know, the communication, it it just happens the same. It's a universal thing out there. Whoa. So you've, you've talked to other,
2: (laughs) say
1: you're blowing my mind. You you've talked to deceased relatives or other travelers.
0: Yes. Uh Uh-huh. While in that state. Yeah, um, one of my first encounters um, was actually in the early days of my practice, um, and I met my deceased uh, great grandmother. And uh, at that time, uh, she had died several years before that, and uh, and I wanted to see if I could contact her while out of body. And and so I projected from my body and and I screamed, I want to see my great grandmother. And, um, you know, at that point in my practice, I started to realize that if I stated an intention uh-huh. to have a particular experience when I was out of my body, sometimes it would happen, you know, not all the time, but, but sometimes, um, it w- it was like, um, it would trigger, um, things to be set into motion and it was like I would just um suddenly be in this experience. So um what happened was I stated my intention to see my great grandmother and all of a sudden it was like it was like I was blasted off with this tremendous force. And uh and I found myself out in space and I was flying past stars and planets. It was like, it was like I was being pulled by this force. Right. And, uh, and you know, this is kind of like what I said. Um, sometimes you state your intention and you're just like brought into the experience that you want to have. So it's like, it's not like, Oh, I knew that my great grandmother was out in space and I intentionally flew out there. It was like, right. I was just pulled there. You know, wow. it was like, I think, I mean, in my experience we have this connection with our higher self, and you know, um, what happens is when you state your intention, you know, your higher self, it it's such an incredibly like powerful um, and intelligent and you know just uh incredible being that it can um, create these experiences for you, or it can it can direct you have the experience um, at a level that you're not aware of you know so you're not um, intentionally doing this or that it's happening for you by your higher self so yeah I'm flying through space and then I see a light in the distance and I'm getting closer to the light and the, and as I get closer I start to realize this isn't just the light this is my great-grandmother and it was like she was radiating with this light and uh and so you know we interacted and and we we had this conversation it was just such like a beautiful experience and um and yeah after that I had um some experiences with my deceased uh great-grandfather too. years after that because um at that time he was still alive but you know he uh, eventually died as well and and I had some incredible experiences with him, um, and one of them, he actually shared, uh, this knowledge that he acquired, um, like, after his death, so, like, he's now, you know, in these higher spiritual realities, and, and he, he gave me this knowledge that he acquired, and, again, it was just such an incredible thing, and, um, and this is, similar to what i said before sometimes um the level of information that you obtain in these states is just so far beyond your normal mind's like ability to truly comprehend right it's like so th- the knowledge is is kind of like stored in a higher level and yeah. you know when you come back to the body you just can't access it but you know it's there you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah absolutely man that's that's wild i love this yeah I, I know I said one hour, but you, you blew my mind in the last five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? And I, it, it kind of reminds me of um, Edgar Casey. Uh, are you familiar right. with Edgar You know how he could go into this other place and pull out all this information and, and help so many people. And I wouldn't ever suggest somebody take such a beautiful gift as you have and you know, exploit it for money or whatever like that. But, you know, I wonder if you have, or if you could, you know, like where you set your intentions to talk to your deceased relatives, have you ever tested it to see if you could do that for someone else's family? Um, Like, you know, have someone come to you, they, and that need you to reach out to somebody for them have you ever put yourself in that situation communicate and then be able to be able to retain enough to relay information to someone not like a necessarily like a medium but for lack of better words to to be a to be that conduit
0: right uh, no i i've never uh tried that um no one's really asked me to do that right um you know, um, it's, it's possible that, you know, there could be something to that. Wow. Um, I mean, typically when you want to meet a person in the out-of-body state, um, you, you need to know them. Um, you need to have an idea of, of who they are. Right. There's something that can be called like an energy signature. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's basically like, um your sense of who that person is on an energetic level okay. which kind of translates into the astral dimension in a way that um, it, it it's basically how you identify the person
1: I got you let me see
0: so it, if it's a total stranger uh, I'm not sure how well that would work <clears throat> um, but yeah I, I'm sure it's definitely worth giving a shot someday for sure yeah. Wow,
1: that's that's just incredible, Vince. I appreciate you telling me about all this and tell people, if you don't mind, how they can get a hold of you, how they can get a hold of your book. Um, Just any kind of thing, anything you want to plug, this would be a a perfect opportunity to do that.
0: Okay, for sure. Uh, Yeah, I would recommend everyone um, heading over to amazon.com. My book is available in paperback, uh, Kindle, Audible, audiobook. Uh, any format that uh, you prefer. And yeah, um, again, the book is called Astral Projection and Lucid Dreaming, uh, Spiritual Revelations and Out-of-Body Experiences in Higher Dimensions. And uh, my name is Vincent Field. And um, yeah, I would uh, would recommend everyone check this out because who we are is so much more than who we actually experience ourselves to be you know, in this physical body, in this life, and actually having this, like, firsthand experience, it really is life changing. And um, I've been able to help other people, um, just from the insights, and the knowledge that I've received, um, you know, regarding who we are, and what this reality is all about, and you know, how things work on these higher levels. And it really is just, in the least very uh, motivating. And, you know, I've had friends who, you know, were suffering from like depression and very nihilistic and, you know, just hopeless. And, um, and I, I saw I was really able to, um, give them like real encouragement and, um, kind of help them improve their perspective of life. Um, not even with them having these experiences but but just sharing uh my own with them <clears throat> so yeah uh this stuff is, is is helpful in more ways than one but um you know caution is also required just because <clears throat> it's similar to this physical world there are good people they're bad people you can have good experiences and bad experiences uh and it's the same out there in the astral dimensions you know um it's not all you know angels and, and and love um you know there is i guess you can call it the dark side too right. you know there are negative entities out there so um you also you know need to be wise in your approach and uh and be cautious as to you know avoid um you know certain entities and you know certain experiences that um, could have a negative effect.
1: Man, Man.
0: absolutely.
1: Something, something to uh, take heed. Don't take this stuff lightly, right? Take it seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, Vince, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for sharing this with me. You have like you knocked it out of the park, bro. <laughs> I, I've loved talking to you. Uh, I'm buying your book. I'm doing it today. I, I should have already done it. I should have already read it so I could have more to talk to you about. But you you sold me, man. I, I got to know more. I have so many friends and family members that are all about astral projection and they've been talking to me about it and wanting me to get into it. So I'm buying the book. I'm going to give it a shot.
0: And uh, I hope you don't send me off the, the deep end because I'm, <laughs> I'm almost there
1: as it is. That's
0: awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, keep me. in touch. You know, I, I can uh give you some uh some pointers when you actually um you know start getting into your own practice. Yes. I um, you know, I help mentor um some people in, in certain groups online, like on Discord and things like that. So um <clears throat> yeah, I am happy to help. And uh, you know, maybe we can have uh a, a part two. We'll have a another discussion in the future. I would love that i would love that thank you so much man you have a good day and god bless all right thank you you too thank you
1: i just wanted to add that if you have something that you want to mail to me if it's like a book for a review or artwork or you know just some kind of random thing please no cursed objects okay um Feel free. I've had a lot of people request that. I open up a P.O. box or something to that effect. So I did. I went down to the local post office, opened up a box. So the Bump Podcast has an address at P.O. Box 1453 Chapmanville, West Virginia. C H A P M A N V I L L E. West Virginia, W V 255 zero eight you can just make it out to the bump podcast um i look forward to this this is going to be a lot of fun and whenever stuff comes in i'll do uh reveal videos and opening videos on patreon all right that's it for this week guys i hope you enjoyed listening to the show if you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing. that
2: in the distance with his garment white and snow with a voice that sounds like thunder, walking on the street of gold his appearance is like lightning setting high As 10,000 times, 10,000, say, my God. God. Yeah. we made it home. Glory, glory. the on of God thank you.
1: In your life, that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord, then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart, this could help lead you closer to God, to to let Jesus Christ save you. And it goes like this: Heavenly Father, I come to you from the depths of my heart, realizing that I have sinned. I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen.